Hi, mate. Can I grab a meat and mushroom pie? Sure, mate. Here you go. Hey, mate, you know there's a cockroach in this pie? Holy crap, I'm ruined. Please don't sue. I just can't seem to get rid of these cockroaches with the supermarket cockroach bombs and cockroach killer. The bugs are dead on the can, I tell you. If you're having a problem with cockroaches, call RMH Pest Management on 0423 690 426 and take that six-legged crunch out of your food. Sounds like you better listen to that creepy voiceover. I'll eat around the cockroach this time, but next time I'll be less favourable. Good unhygienic sir. Supermarket products are not the same as pest control chemicals. RMH Pest Management! (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is rated MA15+. Anyone below that or can't go into a server and buy skin mags should not listen any further. Well, in real estate terms, it means you're getting paid, baby. All right, gentlemen, how keen are we to do this podcast? In memory of the Queen, we've been uh, graciously given a public holiday. And here we are at stupid o'clock in the morning, filming for the fans. How are we? Everyone good? Oh, pretty pretty good now that you've rocked up. Thank you. Thank you for blessing us with your presence. Like the way my face and name's on the fucking logo for the podcast and Blair just jumps in. Straight in, just starts telling you how great his day is. Mate, he's had a couple of moments of uh, celebrity on the podcast. We've certainly got some feedback. His involvement's uh, definitely gone up, hasn't it? It's increased. Now, it's 50-50 whether they they want him on board or not. Uh, I'll leave that up to you as a... It's, um, as, a, as a true star of the podcast, Shane, you know, what do you he think? He started out at about 5 to 10%, and now he's got his own started segment. Started 0%. His Fuck own all. segment has the best opener. Mm, he it's, does, because he sung it himself. Yeah. It's like, I did a crap version for him, like the car one, mm. and, you know, he's turned up with, oh, this is me mate singing. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> but it's, you know it's him, and he's put it through some sort of computer software. Man, I did like that video uh, when Blair spliced it into the, obviously, guys get over to the Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, whatever channels we're on. Get around it, save it, like it, share it, tell everyone, um, and let's increase the downloads by a significant amount so we can start making more money. Um, Blair, update on the car. Where are you at? I've had some people ask me, the Batmobile's gone. Uh, are you going to get a wing on your new car? Oh. No. That, that, would, that would look a little bit ridiculous if I put the wing on the SUV. Well, the wing on the last car looked ridiculous as well. <laughs> that, so. didn't stop you. <laughs> that didn't fucking stop you, son. Right, so you've, you've got it, you've received yeah, it, you've picked it up. Have picked it up, picked it up uh, a couple of hours after last week's recording. They finally registered it and I was good to go. Well, speaking of cars, before I get into a week of rev- week of review, which um, it's been a pretty pretty good week, I think for Shano and myself, uh, staying on the car stories, mate. I've just driven in the car park, and there seems to have been a bit of an incident with Shano's car. Oh, mate, very upsetting. What happened? Some old geezer in a rodeo decided uh, he just you know went back a little bit too far and backed into the old jag really yeah it's like a bull bar type uh, um, a tow bar type tow ball type thing or what yeah so he smashed a part of the back of it and then both the lights ah. when you do that you certainly don't want to look back in the rear view i wouldn't imagine and see the fucking jumping jaguar logo that's no, for sure definitely not did he leg it 
Um, he, he, he tried good, to. Did he do someone, someone waved him down because I was in the office and um, someone waved him down. He didn't really notice he'd done it, I don't think. Lovely. Come on. Lovely. You, know, yeah, I know. you know when you get stopped. I know. I mean, I reckon eight times out of ten, people just fucking drive off even if they know they've done it. There, someone else has hit the car, which I was going to get fixed this week before this happened. Same spot, same area? No, it's on the side. So I need to, I'm getting that done. Um, and then. Uh, now I've got to get the back done first and then the side because the Jag's just one of those cars people love to hit. Are you going to put it in um, as one job, bit of insurance fraud? No, no, not if not if anyone's listening. I wouldn't do such a sickening thing. No, you wouldn't. You are a good man. Well, mate, you've um, I saw you sold one at auction again, so you're going to need a little bit of money to pay the premium. Do you have it insured? You must have the Jag insured. It is, but because I, I wasn't I wasn't the problem, so the old mates are the RACQ for old mates going to pay for that. Yeah. Oh. So we've done it. No excess for Shane because I wasn't the cause of the crash. Hero. And a CC, CCTV, well, it Thank is, you, pimp, is pimping mother. There'd be significant CCTV around here. Has yeah. it picked up? Have you been able to find the footage? Can no, we, no. Can we I put, don't think it would be that, that exciting. Can we put CCTV footage on the Facebook page, please, if we can get hold of it? I think we could, but the poor, I don't know if, like, we'd need to blur number plates out. And the poor fella's only just nudged it. Like, you can sort of see how he probably didn't think he'd actually hit it, even though I think he would have. Then there was some bloke that watched and came over and he was gluing all the light back together. It was like surreal. What? It's a, a random bloke? This is the sort of, you know, good-natured people. What a community. What a community. Know, come out, he's talking me through it. I'm like, what What are you doing? <laughs> he's like, why are you gluing all these bits? And he's like, what do you want to do with like these little shards of red? And I'm like, I don't know, put them in the bin? <laughs> it was a real obscure, because I'm taking it all in like, oh, great, someone smashed me car. Yeah, I've got to sort all this out. And, you know, meanwhile, this bloke's telling me, you know, how adhesive the glue is. And I'm like, lovely of you to do it. He must have been a friend of the old fella. Try and take the heat off him. No, well, without that guy, though, he was the one that waved the old bloke down and said, oh, you just hit that jag. Yeah. It's, so, it's funny that a bloke um, thinks a, a Jaguar owner is that short of funds that he has to glue his broken taillight back together. Well, it's a second-hand Jaguar. Oh, 70. And he did saw did me he walk tell you make 75 grand a year? Did he, he tell saw, him you minted? He, he saw me walk out in my ragged suit and, you know, holes in my shoes as, as I'm presented in my current financial situation and thought... Is that the new Armani, spring, is that the Armani I'm, spring collection? I'm glad, I've, I'm glad I've glued this back together for this poor guy. He'll never be able to get it fixed. He's a battler. He won't get it fixed in his lifetime. He's a battler. Well, mate... Uh, <laughs> Old fella, fair play to the old fella for uh, trying to leg it though. I'll give him credit. If I hit a Jaguar, I'd probably leg it as well. Oh, you'd be doing 100 down the down the road here. Mate, I called you Wednesday afternoon, Thursday afternoon. I was in the area doing a, um, a buyer showing and I thought I might try and steal you for a beer, but you said you were flat out sending appraisals at six o'clock at night. I was. You lying to me again or you, you've been that busy? You've had a successful week? I was doing appraisals, yes. You what? know, the, the people I'm chewing on, I mean, my breath's terrible. Um, just had a coffee. Um, so, yeah, no, I was in the office doing appraisals. Thank you, Robert. You got one away under the hammer the other night. Yep, Some got, tough negotiations after it uh, was paused. Yeah, paused it. Uh, the reserve was 7.10, but the bidding stopped at 7.03. And um, the buyer, the buyer, she actually went 13 grand over her um, Budget. pre-approval. Well, pre-approval. Wow. So the owner said when she bought it, this was the one we talked about with Josh where the guy was the 5K agent. Yeah, He was charging her 5K to sell it and she got him back out because she bought it through him. And I dropped the old, would you have paid more when you bought it through yep. this guy? And she's like, oh yeah, we would have paid more. Where this buyer's not going to say that about me. 
because no. her brother's filthy at her for going over the reserve, uh, over what she could borrow. So. I, um, so that bridged the gap of, what, 7K between reserve and under the hammer amount, 7K. Yeah. I was having a chat to an agent on, what are we day? What are we? What are we today? Thursday. Thursday. Uh, Monday, maybe, maybe Monday, Tuesday. And it's an agent from another office and he was having a bit of a, a chin wag about, he's got a bit of a bridge to, a gap to bridge before he can get all parties to agree. And he said to me, oh, he goes, what do you think about, you know, if we all take a, it was 15K, if we all take five grand hit, sell, take five grand hit, I'll, I'll shave the com five grand, buy takes five grand hit. Hey, presto, job's done. Uh, would you, did you, or would you consider lowering your commission to get that over the line or you stand firm, never split the difference, stand firm on your com and let the buyers sort it out, buyer and seller sort it out? Uh, I don't, oh, like I've done it in the past, but I definitely didn't even cross my mind. In that negotiation, in that point at the auction where it's like in the heat of the moment, motions are high, deal's got to be done, you just crunch. As far as I'm concerned in this market, if you get six bidders to an auction, your job's, your job's done. Mm. You know, you've done what you were employed to do. Mm. You've got six people battling it out. You've, the owner can see that's the best price out there. I didn't watch the auction on Tuesday night. Where did, uh, where did bidding open at? 550. And how many bids do you think? You had about 20? Yeah, we had, yeah, it took a while to get there. We were going up in 25s and then it slowed down to the point where we were just going up in thousands. Yeah. Um, but couldn't get anyone over the 703, you know, no one would, no one else could afford to do it. So remember that, well, I might have said it on the podcast before, remember that auction and this was going to segue into a little bit of mice. We've got a fan watching through the window here, guys, by the way. Um, this is going to segue into uh, one of my stories, which I hope I haven't covered on one of the podcasts previously. It was Kiwi owner of a property um, in Wildflower, maybe, or one of the streets in Upper Coomera. We had that old couple in the office. Um, we had auctions in rooms back in the early days, the oh, hookers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was, they both said they had $580,000. They both put offers in private auction, 580 grand. Yeah. Bidding started at 500, hit 580. And as they said, their budget paused, so we, we hit the brakes. Had a quick chat to uh, the sellers, and they said, put on the mark. I think we're probably 15 grand short of, of, um, of the reserve. But anyway, throw it on the market, went back out. I think at that time it was Justin Nickerson. We, we were had Justin on in his formative years, and you know, he's done the whole, you know, we're going to change. Uh, there's going to be new owners today. He's going to go to new owners. And from 580 up to 620, it went up in $1,000 increments. Yeah. It got to the point where we were running between both buy, uh, both bidders in the room. In the end, we've just stood back and they were just yeah. eyeballing each other going up thousands. It got to 600, flew past 600, um, ended up finishing at 620. The old lady still jumping yeah. on the hubby's foot, yeah, trying, trying to hold to down the yeah. flag, saying, fucking pull your head in. Anyway, went to a lady who purchased it, happy as Larry, probably worth a million dollars now, she's, yeah. she's, she's laughing. She's killed it. The old couple come back to us and said, um, the wife come back and said, thank God we, uh, we didn't get it above mm. 600 because... We were I was on the phone to the owner, she was halfway between here and Adelaide or something where they were moving, and she's like... Oh, just take it. It's too stressful. It's too stressful. Just take the 560. Tell them we'll take it. It's too stressful. And I'm like, no, no, just hold out. We're still going. We're still going. And they were going up. And then by the end, the, the lady was going up in two grand increments. And old mate, we kept hitting 500s. 
And yeah, she, she just outbid him in the end. Yeah, it was just, and she was relentless. She was just bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Um, takes me to another quick auction story where it was in rooms again. Um, the owner was in a state, don't know where, but wanted to hear the call. Wanted to make sure that we're doing our job, wanted to hear, it was all legitimate, wanted to hear the call. So uh, it was a new agent at the time. Silly bugger didn't put uh, the phone on mute. So uh, when it was time to speak, so he got, he got really, really close to the auctioneer who had a microphone at that mm-hmm. time, calling the auction. And as soon as we've hit reserve, which as you know, in, in real estate, you don't, if you hit reserve, you don't want to obviously acknowledge that because everyone thinks, well, sellers got what they want. Mm. Comes to a screeching fucking halt. But as we've hit reserve, you could hear through the microphone the owners say must be had the friends or family around going we've just hit fucking reserve oh, no. you could hear it through, <laughs> you could hear it through the mic uh, but the boys were so invested <laughs> well done Blair. Yeah. Cheers. you stitched yourself up <laughs> the, the buyers were so invested in the moment and um just fucking not aware of anything else that happened they didn't hear that so we're like looking at the agent obviously we're like doing the old throat car like fuck it, get out mm. get out um end up going for like i don't know 20 grand more but yeah. we had a we had a training yesterday i was telling blair and um this the guy there who's really good he was saying you know the auction the auction way of selling houses is st- statistically the best way whether it's the first auction it passes in and then you re-auction it generally they sell at a really high percentage as opposed to private treaty and as the market gets worse and worse the auctions work better and better and he said, hands up in the room who's actually suggesting auction to every vendor. And only like two or three hands went up. And um, he goes, what right have you got as an agent not to suggest the best method of sale? Mm. Like what right have you got if you're not even suggesting it? If it's the best way to sell their house, why are you not doing it? Because they're probably in fear of, like a lot of agents, in fear of probably losing the listing by pushing an auction because a lot of vendors aren't aware of the process. But if you can explain it well, I agree 100%. That's why Blair's now a fully licensed auctioneer. Yeah, we do. We've got the license. It's come through. We're good to go. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very close. I was. Uh, I have taken a little bit more time than Blair to complete my auction, and that's why we've Mate, committed to it. You know, the slowest learners are often the best ones. Yeah. I've just made up. That yeah. sounded good, didn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> it helps when I went to a special school as well, so <laughs> yeah. it really adds weight to that fucking thing. But, uh, but yeah, no, great, great result. Um, you know, I haven't let any go this week at uh, under auction conditions, but I've been lucky to get a couple of duplexes away. So uh, I had a new listing go live on Monday, which I had about nine groups through last night, which has yep. resulted in a contract potentially going off today um, to check out. Might need a little bit more money, but, you know, it's we'll see how we go. But no, mate, all, all in all, fairly well. But it's been, a, it's been a long time since we've had... I think the segment that really put us on the map. Are you going to do your story first? Well, I just did my auction story. I'll, I'll save that story about the um, Uber driver for another day. Well, you've been saving it for three weeks, though. So. No, well, it only happened last week. Right. So, you know, we, we filled up a very bit of quota there speaking about the wonderful uh, auction strategy. So, mate, I'll, I'll skip okay. over that. But my story was going to be brought to you by Blue Dog Plumbing. 0401 970 623 still our most viewed video i think yeah. on the on the social channels yeah. sadly the second highest i think is me selling a tent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever um, whatever attracts the people but um no blue dog i actually you come out and did a job for me last week and 
Uh, Everything we've plugged about him is 100% true. Yeah, well, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have shonksters on here, would we? No, but how is Lurch going, by the way? Uh, He's good. He's very good. You know, another unshonky business that we like to, you know, push promote. I don't think I would push. We promote. promote. We're promoters of good quality, family-owned businesses. Blair, just I like the big ones you're trying to bring in. Yeah. Not the big fucking multinationals. Sorry, the bureaucratic oh. fat cats are pushing towards you. Like We're sticking with the mum and dad businesses, mate. They're just on, having on a crack. McDonald's check down. They're <laughs> <laughs> just having a crack. That's, we don't need the money. You know, we do need it, but we're not going to take it. We're going to keep pushing quality companies. And What's Cheese Shane Off brought to you by RMH Pest Management. 04. What's Cheese Off Shane? I haven't heard that intro for a while. It's been a long time since we've had this. I didn't even get through the fucking phone number. No. no. You said said the title I had to play. Okay. Well, Um, we need to... Hopefully you're really fucking cheesed off, mate, because people have been requesting it and asking about this one. So, um, mate, fire away. What have you got for us? Well, I'll tell you what I'm cheesed off about, Blair. I cheesed off myself throughout the week. We know that money's hard to come across (laughs) and Shane's given away $110 for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait till you listen to this. You haven't paid Blair for two weeks. There's another oh. hundred bucks, yo. Remember, remember a while back we did we did that podcast and we didn't release it. And I was talking about how uh, you know in the past we've had keys go missing. Yes, 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 yes. Happens a lot actually. So about to take you down to the lost key territory with an interesting twist at the end. Oh, so here we go. Uh, I got a house for sale at the moment. Uh, me and me and Nikita opened it on Saturday. She leaves early to set up the next open home and. Um, I lock the house. She goes, oh, just so you know, she texts me. And I read the text after I locked the house. She goes, just so you know, the key's in the drawer in the kitchen. And I'm like, oh, I just locked it. It was a single key. Uh, and it worked. Well, anyway, worked it. So I'm like, oh, no. So rather than admitting to the owner you've lost the key, I thought, you know, I'll just get a locksmith out. He'll pick it. We'll get in there. So I did that. Got um, got a bloke out. Was um, it Bob? He's, no, he's not a sponsor. His name's Tony, but he's not a sponsor for the podcast, so we not can't yet. mention it. We'll he get will. him on. He will. Lovely bloke. And he goes, he, he picks it, unlocks it, and um, I go in there, retrieve the key, lock the house again, just a single key, lock it. Bob's your uncle, Blair. So you waited for Tony to get there? No, he rang me and said, I can't actually find the key under the sink. Anyway, I turned up, found it, it was there. Here um, yeah, got it. But it was in a green piece of paper, and I said to Nikita, Nikita, you've got to tag these keys and put them in the in the box, you know, in the key in the key box. And um, anyway, <laughs> she goes there yesterday to do an open home. She oh, rings me and goes, shit. "This key doesn't work. It's not it's not turning the bottom lock." And what, what are you ta- what are you talking about? Like that's the key. Uh, we got we got given it by the owner. Um, so I go down there. Get in through the back gate, check all the doors to make sure, you know, you, there was no way to get in. There wasn't. Rang Tony again, looked like an idiot. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it should work. Like, I, it's for the deadbolt. Yeah. The key works for yeah, that, yeah, but yeah. not the bottom one. And I ring the owner and I'm like, mate, I don't know what's going on. But Vacant like, house or? Yeah. I've yeah. locked myself out of your house. He's like, we gave you, like, plenty of keys. Like, where, <laughs> you know, where are they? And I'm like, I don't know. They must be, like, they must be in the office or something. And um, he goes, yeah, okay, well, I'll get dad. To, his old man came around, let me in, went in. And then I'm like brainstorming with Nikita. I'm like, how have we got the key? It doesn't, it doesn't work any longer. What the hell's going on? Yeah. And I'm like, we, the first open home, we got in easy. Second open home, we got in. How have we not been able to get in now? So I come back to the office, rip my desk apart, looking for like another set of keys that we don't have. 
Ripped it apart. Can't find any. Can't find any in Nikita's desk. I'm like, oh, no. Where are these gone? Then I talked to Michelle, lovely lady on the front. She said, can you just tell me what key this matches this address? Got a, like, you got a key cabinet and all that type. Yeah, and yeah. We got, the proper, we got the and all proper that set up. Yeah. So she goes, oh, yeah, it's key 68. So I go over there, have a look. Lo and behold, <laughs> there's a set of keys in there. So Shane's paid $110 to have a house unlocked for no reason. It's just... <laughs> so I've gone to a new low, haven't I? A new friggin' low. You're making that much, you're just giving it, you're donating it to local yeah. family businesses. That's what I'm all about. I couldn't believe it. So I'm on the phone here to Tony going, mate, you need to come around and unlock this house for me. Lo and behold, there's a whole set of keys sat just behind me in a key cabinet. Uh, classic Why pairs. did I not check the key cabinet? For Eight years uh, of experience. Classic pets. I haven't even lost the keys. They were always found. And I decided that I would spend $110 just to get Tony out. Is he a good bloke? Great bloke. Yeah, well, you pay for his time. Good work. Is it? Is it worth $110 to no. meet another good bloke? Fuck no. No, it is not. No, it's not. So, that's what's chased me off this week. Don't. Uh, always check the key cabinet. I'm about to list property next week. It's the first place you look. It, well, it is normally the first. Are you going to blame Nikita? You blame Nikita? Have you tried to blame Nikita? Pass it on to her? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and? No luck? Dock and her pay. Dock and her pay. I am um, listing one next week and he has electronic lock. Oh, yeah. On the front door. That's Brilliant. Helpful. Oh, he just gives you code and away you go. Yeah. But, Blair, we've come to um, the point where we're now just throwing lockboxes around houses, man, aren't we? Yeah. If it's a vacant house, lockbox yeah. it up. Yeah. Special code that me and Blair know. Obviously, uh, we can't tell you. No doubt. Shane. No doubt. Something right. obvious like triple one or... One, two, three, the four. The postcode or something. Yeah, well, I can only remember so many numbers. So yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be Blair's new, um, uh, new license plate. Yeah. <laughs> What was it? The fate. The fate. It's F- fate. FA8. We won't say the numbers, but, you know, FA8. Fate. Mate, we've got past jobs here. You haven't left me much info on that one. What are we no, talking well, about? I just thought you a quick decision, just to, you know, give everyone a bit of a background on our backgrounds. Maybe just talk <clears> about some of the crappier jobs we've had. Oh, uh, what, what, like prior to real estate? Yeah, what we did. Oh, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Some background, so maybe we start with you. Mate. I feel like I've mentioned a lot of the jobs. I mean, I can start from... Yeah, well, my, we know you can sell the shit out of a tent, can't you? Yeah. That was so, incredible. Blair, let's fire, fire up with you first. So I just have a think about a couple of my, um, my, 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 my historical jobs. Give us a bit of background on yourself, mate. What past jobs did you have? Oh, what is it? You're a lot younger than me. No, you, you two are the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a little bit older. Briefly through end of high school, beginning of uni, you do the dish pig job. Uh, for a couple of restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, then... Oh, fuck me. Did re- I, I did that for... T- I lasted like two days. Pat Pines Tavern. Yep. <laughs> My friend was a chef there. He's like, we don't have a dishy. Yeah. We need a dishy. It's horrendous. So I turn up there and like the big machines getting mm. jammed. Yeah. There's just stuff flying in. The chefs are going, pots! Yeah. And like you'd have to go out and get this thing of saucepans, try and clean them. And all it just kept piling up, and I'm like, yeah. "How hard is this job?" Anyway, <laughs> three hours later, we're back to like three hours after it's closed because apparently, like I thought I was really bad, but they took the takings and they said this is the busiest night this tavern's ever had. Hero, hero! <laughs> I was drowning out there. It's horrible. It's crap. Won't come off these pots. Anyway, so, back, back, sorry, to you, back, yeah, back, back to you, Blair. This was your moment. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> My name's on the logo. Uh, have you got that machine gun? Uh, <laughs> you, you, you've just been shot down by Shane. <laughs> So I had a I had a little more successful uh, dish pig career than Shane Perry there. Um, lasted more than two nights on the job. Uh, what then moved into retail? Did EB Games for a few years while I finished off uni uh-huh. outside of uni. Did disability for seven eight years. Uh-huh. Now here I am. Brilliant. This is going to be you for the rest of your life. Any any disability what? stories or anything? Probably, uh, not, probably not a good oh, thing to yeah, talk about, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, that I've said that. That'll yeah. be a different podcast, yeah, that one. You, you meet a lot of interesting people mm. through that one. Um, and few, few stories, but yeah. It's definitely. funny that so two charitable people have found each other, mean Blair. Yeah, it's... That's it. When, we've, um, when we got... decide to throw the real estate <laughs> shoes and we'll open our own disability daycare centre. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mate, I um, fluffed about for a bit after school. Odd jobs, did night shift and um, worked at uh, Bayarda Chickens, which was pretty cool. Um, what was that? Uh, that was, I was loading the trucks for all of the KFC orders. Oh, so, uh, yeah. they, all the chickens, we had uh, we had from size 8 up to size 16 chickens. Then we had our Mary Lands, our thigh fillets, our breast fillets, right. our wings. I didn't know there was different chicken sizes. Yeah, yeah that's why you get your number 6s, your number 8. Sorry, I think we started at 8. So 8 is like smallest chicken. They must yeah. be 800 grams. 16 must be 1.6. Oh. They're the ones that they really just... Yeah, they were under 8. They were <coughs> identified as having an eating disorder. Yes. They yeah. No, they, I think they were probably called pigeons or something, but we didn't deal with pigeons. Mate, from there I thought, you know what, going nowhere, I am going to go and get a credit card out and I'm going to sign up to get a visa to travel to the UK for a few years, a couple of years. Um, You needed $5,000 in the bank at that time. Got the credit card out, transferred the money straight to my savings account, printed out the report saying I got $5,000, cut the card up. Way I got went and, and uh, over the UK for a couple of years. Looked after a couple of pubs around a few different places. Come back, floated about in the local business for f- ten years. Uh, outlet Homeworth and Furniture. Shout out to Mike and the team over there. Still, uh, probably the best place for furniture on the Gold Coast. Well, it's our it's our chosen furniture place, isn't it? It is. Uh, we often go there and just have a look at the new homeware stylings. Uh, they've got many many options out there. So, um, do you ever do you ever miss your simpleton job though? Sometimes, you know, when you're dealing with crap every day and people are ringing you and going, why isn't this happening? Where's my, you haven't gotten back to me about my offer that's 100 grand under. I've yes, heard from you. is the short answer. Sounds like that woman Blair was dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> yes is the short answer. Blair, you ever miss your old jobs? No. No? No, I really don't. I feel like I spent long enough in them that I was like, I realised like I never want to. Just the simplicity though, because I remember guys going to me at various places. Oh, geez, today was a tough day. Mm. But you leave and your job's over. Mm. Like now I look at it and I go, you're barely out of second gear at the camping store, you know? Well, the busiest day be when you have like a huge sale and then a stock take the night of. And it's like, all it is is just. The best thing I hate stock. I hated stock takes in retail. I was one of the best camping salespeople there because I'm like a sponge when I learn stuff because I'm not overly clever. But when I hear something, I'll memorize it. So quick to pitch a ten. We used to, yeah, we used to, (laughs) yeah, Um, we used to. You know, everyone else that worked, they knew what they were talking about. So as I was learning, I was like sponging it all up. So. You know, by the end, I could talk about how thick the fly was on the tent and this is the one to go with. You know, see these see these tents over here, how they're blue in colour and like, you know, the red the red ones. 
you don't want those guys because the cheaper brands use those kinds of colors. See this green one over here? This is the quality, and you know why? Camo. Because it's camo, but your blues and reds attract midges and sandflies. So people go, people go, thank you. So people, excuse <laughs> You know what? I've just had an idea for a segment. I think what we need to do is we need to film. We need to go to BCF or one of those other camping stores, and we need to film Shane on the down low, describing the quality of new tents that are out now. Yeah, I can do that. We ask one of the sales rep to pitch it to us first without Shane seeing it, and then we run it back with Shane having to pitch. I actually think Shane should walk up to a, a customer, a patron. And try and sell them a tent where he will not receive a commission. <laughs> I'd be able to do it. Oh, Honestly, you'd be able to do, do it. it. No. I, no doubt. All right. It's pretty, because I know it all. It was ingrained. I did it for like three years. So if we years. went to VCF or a camping store of one of the other ones and yeah. we walked in there and we saw an old gentleman or a young lady or any, anyone and, and Blair and myself said, that's the target. You could pretend you to go could up just, to them. You could even just go in and be like the John, which a John is what the police call someone who's going around picking up hookers illegally. They're like, <laughs> you know, you know in America <laughs> how they do what those sting operations. About, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But you know how you know how on like cops they're like because it's a female police. It's a, it's a female. <laughs> it's a female police officer, right? And they they put her on a corner, dress her up like a hooker, and then a John will pull up, and the police will be sat in the van going. We're on. We've got a John. Go and pick him up. He's How do you know this? Because I watch cops. <laughs> so Robert could be our John. He could walk into the store, ask the staff member, oh, which tent's the best, and then go, right, mate, I'll have a think about it. Then I walk up, and then I try and sell him the same tent. And then he can go, ooh. Or we can listen to the pitch. Yeah. So you've got the better pitch. Yeah. I actually want to film you walking up to a stranger and plugging the shit out of a tent yeah, and could... getting them to purchase that tent. I could do. But it's going to be harder to do if I don't work there. I mean, like, who's this creepy geezer? No, you come up as someone who's also looking for a tent that's, you know, obviously very knowledgeable on the tents. So I love what you're looking for while I'm here, while I'm looking for my tent. Yeah. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about this one. You'd start with the one they're looking at, and then you'd go, oh, I've got this one. I it's reckon we'll give you a week. We'll give you that's a, your in. We'll give you a week, week and a half. <laughs> one Friday, <laughs> Arvo, we'll bunk off. We'll, or one afternoon, we'll bunk off and we'll go and film you. Okay. You down? Down yeah. for the challenge? Yeah, I'm all right. I don't mind. I don't mind turning on the, you know, selling selling tents again. All right. Well, I like that past job, so we're doing That's that. That's easier than breaking into a KFC and trying to cook chicken again. It, <laughs> I, I, I like the past job segment, and I think maybe we can um, tell a few stories about the past jobs and what we've done. Because I've got a few crackers from my time in the UK, a few times travelling through Spain on my own on little tours, um, which I think it's probably. Yeah, I think seven years. You can't get charged after seven years, so I can start telling a few more stories yeah. about my time over there. To the second favourite segment, which no one's told me about, but I'm just trying to boost, uh, boost Blair up a wee bit. Yeah. Mate, um, you've got your own intro there that you sung. Oh, you're going to play board games tonight. Who are you playing with? Which one of your two friends no, is No, Marty, Marty won't be Melvin? there. Marty's Melvin? not there. Is it Melvin? He's, he's now out of COVID isolation. Is he? And they've got him on the train. What's trains. the bloke's name that sings the opener? Ziggy. 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 So that's his real name, is it? Yeah. Is it? Or is that his What's performing his name? name? Is that his performing name? Ziggenfuse. Oh, so oh. his last name is Ziggenfuse. Yeah. So Ziggy. What's his first name? Ziggy Stardust. Samuel. Oh, Samuel's, yeah. That's uh, what I was asking for. Yeah. I can't call him Ziggy. I'm not his mate. 
you can call him Ziggy. Okay, I'll call him Ziggy. He's put enough work into the show for you. That's right. Let's get Ziggy on so we can confirm. I'd really like to call Ziggy and see if he sounds uh, anything like that. I would love there. to call. Can we call him now? Would he answer? No. Is Ziggy... Is Ziggy... Um, He's at work till um, this afternoon. Is he playing board games guessy. with you? He'll be out there later this afternoon. Oh, we'll see. It would have been awesome. Ziggy will be there? Yeah. Could you film Ziggy singing that intro? And send it to you. And send yeah. it to us today? Yeah. Put it on the chat? Yeah, we'll make it happen. Beautiful. Tell Ziggy we won't share that. I'm just trying to think, is there a board game where you're blindfolded and you've got to guess like who the voice is? Because you two would sound so similar. It'd be hard to know which one. We're both horrendous. Yeah. I know what'll happen. It'll be one of Blair's random mates and Blair will be like mouthing, singing to him. <laughs> and he'll be like this, just, just moving his mouth because it's actually Blair singing, but he's trying to sell it off that it's Ziggy. What board games, mate? What are you playing? Do you know? No idea yet. Oh, did, we get might, com- did it get competitive? Oh, very competitive. So we might look to ruin a few friendships and relationships tonight and pull the Monopoly out, but we'll see how we go. Put any real money down? Any, any actual gambling happening on these board games? No, unfortunately not. We have, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had a poker night. Um, when are we good. meant to be playing our cards against um, real estate that I did? Because I won't be able to remember the answers now. It'll be funny. We well, have to make them. I left them in that box, remember? And you've thrown them out. Yeah. You've thrown them out. <laughs> Went through them. Horrendous. Holy crap, they were awesome. Anyway, let's do it. Well, bring it. Well, tip of the week, uh, Blair, who's it brought to you by? It's brought to you by my mum for bringing me into this world. I thought it was top spec electrical. Unbelievable. See, what I like is you put down top spec electrical as the tip of the week, but you couldn't take the five seconds to add their number in. Because you're meant to know it. They're your sponsor. Oh, so you've, you've put all the other sponsor numbers in, but you've I know Robbie. I know up. Robbie knows Blue Dog's number. He told me he used them last week. Yeah, Blue Dog's number. Um, if I need to tell you that again, I can certainly tell you that. So... 0401-970-623. As he quickly <laughs> fires up the phone looking for top spec. Top Spec Electrical, let me tell you. No, I, haven't, I haven't had to look it up, but I just thought I'd give you the time because we appreciate our sponsors. And I thought, you know what, you'll probably Google him this week and just make sure he's got all the numbers ready to go. 0409 535 806. Top Spec yeah, Electrical 806. is Top the Spec. proud sponsor of Tip of the Week. <laughs> I knew that. Anyway, over to you, mate. You've had your intro. It better yeah. be good. What have you got? Look, I guess I spoke to a few agents this week and. A few Asians? Few, few agents. Oh, okay. Agents. Oh, right. Yeah, agents. I was going to say, Jesus. Yeah, a difference. A uh, couple of them getting stitched up, and I guess big tip of the week for them is if you get locked out of a house, check the key box first. Oh, <laughs> oh he's burnt. He's burnt. No, no, no. Yeah, where's it? Have you started? Um, have you started turning lights off in houses yet? Or are you still leaving them on all night? No, nah, I leave them on. They just they call Robbie up complaining, so they get a bit of a kick out of it. Mate, that's the last weekend up. I used Blair. Well, 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 Blair's assisted me. I think I heard his feelings. So uh, I've been out there battling on my own uh, the last uh, three weeks, but I'm happy to have him back anytime he wants. The um, no, the, the, I guess the serious tip of the week. Um, I guess female real estate agents, PIM sales. If you're having to go out to a house inspection, maybe let a colleague know just in case you're not feeling safe. We've had a, I'll tell you guys, I'll tell you off air, but mm. we've had a um, colleague be inappropriately felt up. Wow. Whilst at a uh, 
private buyers run. So not good ladies. Really? really? I feel bad. That, like that shit shouldn't happen. You're just trying to do your job and there's people out there that'll take advantage of a situation. Yeah, certainly. Um, Female real estate agents have been killed doing this job before at private viewings. It's mm. horrendous. Like this sort of Some shit. Some of the shit I hear too, yeah. obviously from the past. Is that a, is that a new, yeah. is that a recent thing? Yesterday afternoon. Holy shit. Fresh off the, the, um, fresh off the, the, uh, the what do they say? The fresh off the press. Yeah. Fresh off the I press. Say, I was thinking pot. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. So remember when we had Jess Melling on and she messages her hubby Husband. and then, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was a 20 minutes, 25 minutes after he'll mm. call her or something like that. So, I mean, yeah, get, get, get a, a buddy system happening in the office or if you can, obviously try and take someone else. But, um, yeah, there is a lot of creeps out there, guys. So, yeah, look it, after Maybe yourself. it's safer also to do the inspections knowing there's other buyers coming. Mm. Because if you, you know, that, that particular incident seemed to happen pretty late on, a, on you know, in the afternoon when mm. it would have been getting quite dark yesterday. So I think if you can try and make a group or if you can take someone with you, you know, especially if it's a... Solo member of the opposite sex is probably a good idea. Mm. Jesus Christ! Well, yeah, great tip, Blair. Um, thanks to end on such a fucking high note, mate. Cheers for that. Nothing like yeah, a guy. sexual assault to end a bloody podcast. Yeah. Um, bloody hell. Yeah. Gentlemen, what are you doing for the rest of your public holiday? God rest the Queen. Did you? Oh, did you watch the funeral? Nah, not for nah. me. You didn't watch the funeral? Nah, looked a bit. Looked a little bit. Um, looked a bit a little bit slow moving for me. Well, they were walking. No, no, but no, just the whole thing went for hours, didn't it? It was a bit of a carry. Yeah. Made the pageantry. A bit of carry on. I got an English friend I was messaging going, bloody hell, no one does it like the English. Oh, they don't. Tell you what, the colours, the music, those fucking marching bands, they walked for hours. Mm. Didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Trumpets, <sighs> horns, drums. I saw the clip. One of the horses has dropped a, dropped a shit on the walking path. And obviously they're trained the marching, like, you know, you can't break form, you gotta do the line. So it's just this line of marches just lined just up. Just powering this pile through of it. Yeah. Ah oh, no. That's like a, a powering through it like a Mitsubishi ASX. Yeah. <laughs> so um, can you believe that? Uh, well, I thought it was good. Long live the God. What is it? God bless the Queen, long live the king or whatever that bollocks is. But what are you doing for the rest of the day, gentlemen? Public holiday today? Well, people are saying. Someone told me yesterday if you can get if you can get a Queen two thousand and twenty two coin, should be worth something. A couple of years, hopefully over time it'll become like you know if I get a twenty cent coin, it'll equal to be one hundred and ten dollars to pay me back for my uh, unlocking of the house that I already had keys for. Twenty twenty two coin. All right, yeah. keep your eye out for shiny. And if you can get a Princeville twenty, oh not Princeville, King Phil. No, no, what's his name? He's King. Yeah, King, yeah, but his name's not Phil. Charles. Charles. Yeah, Charles, that's it. His dad's <laughs> Phil. <laughs> yeah. So King Charles, if you can get a King Charles 2022, that'd also be worth something as well. Are they going to be rolling out his coins? I don't know. I thought, I thought they came out the other day and they said they've not made any decision to change. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, well the currency, isn't that part of the, isn't that part of the, the benefits of being a king? You get your face on currency. I've seen all of the, have you seen all the notes going around with the Australian um, famous or, you know, people of historical significance? You've got the Kathy Freeman $5 note. Um, there's a number of them going, my favourite is the Steve Irwin $100 note when he's given the old famous Steve thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm all down for that. Yeah. I'd happily have Australian icons mm. on notes. Well, I think most of them are, though, aren't they? They're just really old ones that no one knows. Yeah, bring it a little bit more modern. I feel like yeah. a, a pineapple with ScoMo and a Hawaii outfit would go down yeah. well. You're an or, idiot, Blair. Or him at Ingedee McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Blair, enjoy your um, enjoy your games night tonight. Yeah, I want to see a video know, come through later. Invite would have been nice. Yeah, maybe I next time. Couldn't have made it, but uh, we'll definitely do cards uh, cards against real estate. Shano, you'd probably really be busy, mate. Probably out and about. Yeah, I'm not doing too much, mate. Just taking it easy today. All right, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to see you all again. Until next week, uh, let's uh, say farewell. See you, Thanks. boys. Thanks, guys. <laughs>